Welcome, welcome back to Frank's Unsolicited Advice. And you know, a lot of people been asking me, hey, Frank, when are you going to talk about relationships? Well, I'm going to start today. And no, nothing happened in my personal life to get me on this microphone and bore you to death with my voice and give you this advice, right? <laughs> but it's because I've been meaning to, honestly. I've been meaning to sit down and talk about relationships. I have a couple of my sailors that ask me, oh, when are you going to do one about relationships? I want to hear your outlook. Because we have these deep conversations at work. Like, I wish I could record all day at work. Um, you, you would hear so many different stories and so many ways of, of what we do that, and, and what I mean, what we do is life. I'm not talking about, like, our jobs, jobs, but just life and how, what we deal with at home and how we upset our wives or, or what they, how they burnt our biscuits by not doing certain things or we hear what our kids aren't doing. And it's funny when you think that you're the only person going through something and you talk to somebody else with the same age child and you're like, wow, it's not my house, the only house that's dealing with this. I don't suck at as a parent. You know, I'm doing okay. Because society's changed as a whole. So sometimes we get into these conversations at work and I'm just like, man, I wish I had my 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 roadcaster here so I could just record and I have an SD card. And, you know, if I was in a regular environment, not in an industrial environment on my ship, I probably would bring it because it wouldn't be as noisy and, and we could record. But where I work at now, it's, you know, you have people drilling, you know, there's so much stuff going on that you won't enjoy it. But I wish I could record those conversations. I really do. Anyways. I have been meaning to talk about relationships and, you know, I've, I've talked about many things on my podcast, Tr- uh, uh, you know, living your life, live your truth, being open, different trust, different things. And relationships are that trust, understanding, communication, love, uh, forgiveness, sometimes taking an L. And when I mean the L is like a loss for the better of the relationship. You know, does it really matter who was supposed to take the trash out? The trash didn't go out. Does it really matter who had the remote control last? No, it doesn't. But we get wrapped up around this little thing. You know, we forget what it, what it, what was the importance in it. So, you know, me and my wife been, t- we started dating in 2001. Uh, we got married in 2003. Uh, then in 2011, we separated for like five years and in part because I wasn't being the best husband I could be. You know, I had my own infidelity issues and my wife got tired of it. You know, she got tired of it. She said, I'm done with you. And she I had to let her do her thing because I had to grow. I had to grow. I had to go out there and stop blaming her for certain things. So, I, you know, I would do dumb stuff like oh, I, I slept with that woman because you didn't make my coffee in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's not the reason to go sleep with somebody. Um, but, you know, I would I would blame her and I would bring up what she wasn't doing in our relationship to justify my actions instead of me being more of a man and saying, you know what? You need to be understanding. You need to communicate. You need to understand why she's not doing these things get to the root of it just don't go out there and do what you want to do and expect things when you come home to be the way they want to be because you just make them worse so you know we separated got back together and we've been together since and i tell you what now we communicate a lot better i'm not saying we don't have our issues i'm not saying that we don't get at each other at times but you know what we're not scared to talk about certain things that probably before we wouldn't even talk about now we say what we feel 
and not take it personal. And there was a time where we couldn't do that. We, we couldn't address certain issues. We would, you know, get into arguments, um, be very disrespectful to each other, say hurtful things to each other, you know. And it's because it got into a tit for tat yelling and, and, and disrespecting and, and we weren't talking to each other like two people that love each other. We was talking to each other like two people that hate each other. And that made it that made a big difference in the communication. So when people ask me, well, Chief, how did Frank, how did you get? Or my, my sailors, Chief, how did you get to this part with your wife? I say communication, being honest. Live, be, uh, owning your stuff Owning your truth Live your truth And Having that coming to Jesus moment Where you're like yo listen We're we going to put this on the table And we're going to see if we can make it work from there Because if not Then we need to just go our separate ways So my mom said this to me When we were separated And I was telling her I was thinking about You know she asked my You know Nick said we could work things out I don't know. She said, well, Frankie, yeah, I'm going to tell you something. You got two beautiful kids, but she's been in your oldest daughter's life forever. If you can make it work, make it work. But if you can't, then don't do it. She's like, when me and your father had our issues, I had to reevaluate and see, can I make it work? And I chose to make it work. So she says, if there's certain things that she's doing that you cannot get past, then you don't leave. Because if those things don't change, you're going to be right where you're at now. But then she goes, but if there's some things that you can get past if she doesn't do them and it doesn't affect, then stay and make it work. So, you know, I, I went, I thought about it. I was on a nine-month deployment, uh, had a good time, um, in part because I had some good friends. Um, we, we, we made the best out of everything we did in that deployment. And, and... It's soul searching in a sense, you know, you're in a different country, you're in your hotel room by yourself. And at times you get life hits you and you have to face the reality. So um, I started thinking about things, you know, like what is it that I'm getting at home that I'm not getting somewhere else or that I can't get somewhere else? Or is it really worth the sacrifice or losing it, not being around my kids? And I didn't stay with her because of my children. I stayed because I actually love my wife. So it was like, you know, I'm not I don't hate her. You know, I never did hate her. I hurt her. And because I hurt her. She felt some way and it damaged the relationship. And then in turn, she hurt me. But, you know, I'm the type of person. You can't be out there. You, you can't rob people for a living and not expect to get robbed. You know, you can't sell drugs. And then when your brother starts using drugs, you get mad. No, you've been selling drugs to everybody else. So it, what comes around goes around. So that's called karma. So, you know, so I thought about it. And I said, man, you know, there's certain things I, can, I could live with it. I could. I could live with it because there's certain things that we have, a connection we have that she... I'm not going to find anywhere else. Maybe I could. I just, but I don't need to find nowhere else because I have it in front of me. And I came back and we had that talk. We had that conversation. We, we laid everything on the table and believe it or not, we took it better than I expected, you know? And again, we, we still have arguments today. You know, it's not like we don't have arguments or we're still learning. Well, you know, she'll pull me to the side. Listen, you know, I really want you to be more supportive here or I really need you to be more involved there. Well, you know what? Then I, I I expect this too, you know. And we and you don't have to yell at each other. You can communicate. You can actually have a conversation and get a lot further than throwing and yelling and disrespecting and and, and carrying on. So, one point to make it work is communication. Having great communication between two people, being able to talk to each other about anything, makes a big difference. Uh, second one, 
to me is understanding. Man, understanding is big. It's big. I'm a firm believer that people do things for a reason. They just don't do it to do it. They did they did it because there was a reason why they did it. And when you find out that reason why that person's doing it or why that person's so uh, uh insecure maybe, uh not trusting, very close knit, these walls are up that you're trying to break down. Maybe understand the why. Understand that person, what they've been through, and then you can it can help you conquer those, break down those walls. And be sympath empathize with the person, you know, say, hey, you know, I I didn't think about it that way. You know, I'm sorry. I, I'll put the toilet seat down, you know. Um, my wife, she would tell me that. Oh, put the toilet toilet seat down. I'm like, well, it ain't my fault you sat down on the toilet without looking down to make sure the seat was down. That should be you. Why, why, that's a you problem, not a me problem. You know, like, why do I got everything? So I got to go in and lift the seat up so I don't pee on the seat. And then when I'm done, I got to put the seat down so that you don't fall in the toilet. That's, duh, that dummy. That's your fault. You should have looked down. But guess what? I put the seat down. Why? Because, I don't know, I don't want to hear her mouth and too, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's like the dumbest thing ever to be complaining about when there's so many other things you can complain about, right? <laughs> um... So, you know, that's just an example of what it is, you know, uh, uh, like she'll sit down and, and use the bathroom and no, no, then there's no tissue. And then she's calling everybody and their mama to bring me some tissue. And I'm just like, dude, why did you sit down and use the bathroom without you making sure there's no tissue there? You're a girl. You got to sit down all the time anyways. You didn't look to say make sure there was tissue. I think that'd be normal. Shut up, Frank. Go get me the tissue. You know, so it's like, you're like, man, what happened? But. Those are little things, you know, so understanding, understanding the person, communication, understanding trust is big, very big. You know, um, you can break somebody's trust and build it, but you, it's going to take so much. And some people don't allow that. Once you break it, it's done. They forget about it. No, you could you could do whatever. Change your number. I don't care. Get a page instead of a cell phone and they still not going to trust you. So that's that's. You know, that depend. in my opinion, that's dependent on the person, whether or not you can overcome them barriers and are they willing to let go of what happened to allow you to overcome that. But can you bounce back? Yes, you can. Um, and, and when I say it, going back to understanding, too, is like I said earlier, if you're sitting here. Doing. Wrong, whether it's cheating, you know, lying to your, your significant other, your wife or, you know, your husband or whatever. Whatever cup of tea you into or whatever floats your boat and you sitting there lying about stuff, you can't get mad when that lies come to you too. When you when you when you start getting some lies told to you, you can't get mad like, oh my God. You know, and then we all got them friends or family members. They'll call you. You know, you know what they're doing. You was with them like the night before in the club or the, or, or you, you know, they they tell you all their secrets and you're like, damn, bro, you crazy. But then when that happens to them, yo, son, my wife, la mujer mía, me la está pegando. She's cheating on me. I don't know what to do. And you're like, bro, <laughs> just a week ago, you was doing crazy stuff, too. So, you know, you, you got to be real. You got to be understanding. You got to be you got to under, have an understanding with yourself, too, that whatever you're doing, when it happens to you, you can't get mad. You can't get mad. You know, we, we watch this show. Uh. Love Island. We started watching it on ITV. It's a overseas shows. They have uh, the UK and they have an Australian version. Now the US is on the second season and we're watching it. 
And it's a competition. You know, it's a competition. You you got five females that partner with five males. And the point is to make it to the end and you win $100,000. Um, but this is bang, bang. You know, like boom, boom. You got to you meet somebody. Y'all, y'all laying in the same bed together. You got to get to know each other. America votes because we voted last night. And, you know, you're, you're everybody's these high impact. Where normally in normal life, you're living in separate places. It takes a minute before you're sleeping in the same house, living together. Here it's overnight. Boom, you meet. I like her. Now we in the bed, laying together, doing these different uh competitions and these different challenges, and and now six weeks, a week, uh, two weeks turns into like an attorney because you're like, man, I like this person. And then guess what? They throw a wrench in there. They bring more guys in, more females, and then people get kicked off. And then they split you guys up and send you to another house, and they bring five new girls and five new boys and test your relationships. And these girls and these guys, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she kissed that guy. Oh, my God, I can't believe he was kissing that girl. Yo, you just know the dude for three days, a week. A week, what you expect? <laughs> y'all, not, y'all, y'all not even married. Y'all not even a relationship. Y'all not real serious. Y'all not monogamous. You, you, you know, y'all, oh, I'm going to get to know other people. But then when he go kiss somebody, oh, my God, you kissed him. Like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, why Why are you feeling that way? Why are you doing that? But anyways, so we watch the show and we laugh at that because that's the expectation these, these people going to, these uh, chat, uh, men and women going to this challenge with. So communication, understanding, trust. Uh, and, and you know what's crazy that we, we forget about doing is the little things that we used to do when we first start in a relationship. Y'all know what I'm talking about, you know? God come home, the man come home with some flowers. You getting gifts at your job for no reason. Edible arrangements, uh, uh, teddy bears, you know, flowers, uh, massages, you everything. You coming home, maybe he might have the bathtub running with some warm water, some candlelight, and you go lay down in the water, and he's by you there, bring your glass of wine or whatever. And then, you know, you become comfortable, right? So... That goes out the window. You know, before you was romancing and, and you're trying to you trying to go in and, and do your thing all night. And now it's like, oh, well, it's halftime. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you went from being spontaneous to uh, I just sent you an invite on Google for us to be intimate tonight. You know, um, we, we stopped telling them, hey, you look beautiful today. Or they stopped telling us, oh, you looking nice in that outfit or that suit, you know. Um, we we stopped doing the little things that got us to where we were at in the first place, and then somebody else does it, and then we get mad. You know, I, I to me, my biggest thing, and I love it. You know, uh, is when my wife gets up, makes my coffee. It's crazy. It doesn't take a lot of effort. When we used to have a Keurig, it was easy as hell. Pop the K cup, Cafe Bustelo, of course. Hit the button, coffee's done. We don't have a Keurig no more, so I, we go old school. When she gets up and does my coffee to me, bro, that's like heaven. That's like Jesus just came down and touched me when she does that. Because I'm like, man, look, she loves me. I get up before her. So I'm always up before, even on the weekends. Like, I'm up. And when she takes the time out to get out the bed, come down here. Or when I'm going to work, because I get up at 5. She doesn't have to get up so early. When she gets up and makes boils my eggs and makes my coffee and I come down, I just smell the coffee. I'm like, man, I got a real one there. And, you know, so it goes back to the little things like make those little things count. 
you know, uh, uh, one time my wife said to me, she's like, yo, you don't, you don't surprise me at work with nothing no more. And I played it off. I was like, man, girl, you don't be giving me time. Look, like, you just messed it up. I was going to do something. But truthfully, as we get so wrapped up with our daily routines and our lives that we forget to do the little things that make our people proud, our wives proud, our, our husbands, our significant others, you know? If you're into that poly, whatever relationship where you have more than one person, hey, you got to make them all happy. You know, uh, you got to, you have to do that. If, if we stop doing that, then what do we have? Romance. Like I was telling my wife, you know, as, as we get older, pushing, you know, 17 is married in October. And I don't really want to, I, I, I hate buying her gifts. I mean, I bought and bought her jewelry, bags, shoes, whatever. Boom. You got it. What are we going to do now? I told her I want to start traveling. I want to do things that matter, create experiences, you know? So that's, that's my two cents on it. You know, you, you, uh, relationships are finicky and they're, they're, they're funny and they're very good when they're good and they're bad when they're bad and they take a lot of work. And, and, and I mean that in any way, relationships, I, I'm not just talking about, about, this mostly was me and my wife talking or, or about me and my wife, but even at work, work relationships, you know, you might not get along with somebody all the time, but man, that person might do work and do, do their jobs and you're like, when they leave, you're like, man, you know what? I couldn't stand that mug, but guess what? When he was around or she was around, I, I, did my, I didn't have no worry about with that because he handled business or she handled business. So, you know, that's just me, my two cents. Like I said, I, I plan to do another episode with my wife um, and, and, and do more episodes with her and my kids. But relationship-wise, we, we was even talking about bringing in other people on the phone or whatever and having that conversation, you know, of how it make it work because that's just my two cents. I guarantee if you get me, my wife, and maybe another two people together in here and we start talking about it, you're like, man, look, these boy people are crazy. Because you start hearing real life perspective. I feel what you get on TV is TV. You know, it, it might be reality, but it's 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 rehearsed reality, you know what I'm saying? Or it's nobody, I don't think people tell you the truth, you know, like, oh, me and my wife watch uh well, my wife watches it and I come in the room every once in a while and I, I can't think of the name of it right now, but they have these couples on there. And if they're telling their stories of how they met, how things were, well, it's a celebrity couple. And they and they tell a story. And, you know, sometimes when you hear their story, you're like, man, that ain't no different than my story and how we met. So, you know, again, relationships, trust, communication, understanding, picking and choosing what battle you want to fight. Which one is worth fighting? Which one is not? Because you can't fight all of them. Because you're not meant to win all of them. And it's not really winning. When you're in a relationship, is it really winning? Like, you're going to a scoreboard? Oh, this is the, th the 30th battle of who's right or wrong. And I'm I'm 18 and you're 12. You know, like, no, it doesn't really matter. Sometimes it's better to communicate. Instead of pointing out to who's wrong, communicate how we can be better. And you're going to discover what went wrong while doing that. But again, that's, you know, that's just my two cents on it. That's Frank's unsolicited advice on it. And I hope you like it. Again, if you're looking for a book on spirituality and religion, uh, help you understand some stuff, Elucidations by my boy Gerald C. Lewis is a good book. And uh, a good friend of mine, one of my sisters in the mess, uh, Dawn Turner, she dropped a book, Who's the Boss? It's on Amazon. Get it. It's a good read. You know, her first book, Let's Support Each Other, for all of us to be growing and big and and, and, and be successful. That's the only way to do it. Again, thank you.